and skid it. Popping out the rape and skid it. Smashing all that bitch and skid it. Running to the chat with no limit. Popping all X. Popping all X. Popping all X. Chills. Got a new car. I am Dexy, and welcome to the Not So Kosher Podcast. This week, I would like to introduce my possibly new co-host, Dave Canyons. You might have already been familiar with Dave, as he was the other white meat that we discussed. But he's a special man. He's a very special man from a very special place, from the very far east of the United States. And I am super stoked to have him as part of the Not So Kosher Mishpacha. Dave, Welcome. by Bexy, and I really appreciate it. Hello to all the not-so-kosher listeners of the world, and uh, it's great to be here. You know, I mean, these are things I have to say. Not that there's a gun to my head, but I, I truly feel that way. So, okay. it, for people that want to check out the Not-So-Kosher <laughs> show, they can go to uh, Backroom Studios and check out all the podcasts that they have. We have a new podcast this last week that started called Champagne Jamboree. That's with a couple of lesbians that uh, do some pretty fucking funny shit, and it's really fun to listen to. Tweet us at Not So Kosher, Instagram, Not So Kosher TC, follow, like, and share us. And you always want to make sure that you, um, what's that called, that subscribe button that Dave and I both need to figure out for both our shows because yes. we, we both need more subscribers, don't you think? But yes, yes, they can subscribe on iTunes, right? Yeah. They need to subscribe. But it's Very like, important. And rate us. And rate yes. us. Yeah, you're really into the rating yes. shit. I'm not good at that shit, but you're really good at that. I mean, commenting. I can commenting. comment. Commenting, Rating is uh, separate from commenting. That's rating right. Rating validates us. Like, oh, five stars. Five stars. There's only five. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not like it's 20. It's mm-hmm. five. Yeah, it's a click of a button. You're it's right. Really, you don't even have to be honest about it. Just, just say five and rate <laughs> us and validate our existence on the planet. And we'll both be a lot happier in our lives. Big deal. Well, you won't be any happier, but we'll be happier. I think it's kind of yeah, like when... Come- when you go to the car deal, when you go to the car dealership and they say, "Okay, now I know I totally sucked, but could you just give me a ten when they contact you?" Right? Same shit, right? Right. Yeah, yeah. Right, right. Totally. Give me a 10. Anything less, by the way, anything less than a ten is like horrible. You know, if you buy any of those places, if you give them a, any any opening of a problem that this particular salesman had, it's horrible. They only want to hear tens. Absolutely. Then they have to discuss it. Oh, you could have. If you just been a blue, you know, who's you know five minutes earlier, you would have had a ten. If you just smiled more, that's what a pain in the butt that all is, you know, to super validate somebody's existence. So anyway, so Dave is coming to us via the road waves. You are on. You you are on. What road are you on? What thoroughway are you on? I'm on the New York Thruway. I'm on the what's called the New York Thruway. I think it's called the Governor Doing. It doesn't really matter. Some governor that's no longer alive. But it's I-87. The letter I. Hyphen 87, New York State Thruway, northbound. I'm just passing Catskill, the town of <gasps> Catskill, on my on my way to work in Rensselaer, oh. New York, outside of Albany, New York. A Minnesota Jewish person's wannabe paradise. Like, we all want to go to this Catskills. <laughs> we dream of going to the Catskills. We have to go to northern Minnesota to get the Catskills for us, but someday I'll wow. get there. Someday. So... <laughs> As as Dave and I are starting this new show, I also kind of, in some ways, uh, I know that most people would want Not So Kosher to stay Not So Kosher, and obviously Dave's show, Dumbing It Down with Dave, is a very important show as well. But I kind of yeah. felt like this was so weird that we were going to be doing this Not So Kosher show together, which I think we should just fly with it and kind of see how it goes and kind of see how we feel about it, how other people feel about it. Um, 
Right. And, and we're just going to change the show up a little bit because Dave does not have the potty mouth that I have. And this is going to be my new, like, I'm going to uncover a new leaf and I'm going to try to be a, a better mouthed person. I don't know how well that's going to work, but we're going to try. So <laughs> with, the, with the change. I'm a better mouthed person. <laughs> I'm a better, honey, I'm being, a, everybody, I just want you to know, I'm being a better mouthed person. That can mean so many things, Max. And yeah, I, don't I know. Go with it. Oh my God. I think God. it's going to be great. Good for you, Dave. <laughs> Good for you. There you go. <laughs> But see, my big daddy, my big daddy would be knowing that I'd be saying the same, thinking that exact thing, but you said it. I'm so proud. Wow. I'm rubbing off on you or you're pretended to be so perfect and you really aren't. So. (laughs) No, no, not perfect at all. So this is like a, it's just a reboot in the wake of the Roseanne situation. This (gasps) is a reboot and we're entitled to that. Right. You're entitled to that. The not so kosher reboot. That's Perfect. Good. You know, and you can have like a like a letter K with a red circle to line through it. Like that's okay. Oh, you know? not so we're not so we're not so parum. Damn. I like, the, I like the picture of the pig. I, I like, like the picture that. of the pig up on the right hand side of the screen, though. I like huh? I like what you say though. That's way better. It yeah. Sounds good. Not so good. But yeah, big red circle line through it with a letter K. There you go. Not yeah, so kosher. Yeah. But you know the beauty of podcasting, as we both know, is we can do whatever the fuck we want to do. And so it's right. going to be fine, right? So we'll just like kibitz yeah. and bitch about shit. We can listen about your road rage, which you never have, which I'm always so impressed that you talk about road rage <laughs> on your podcast, but you don't really have it. It's amazing that you're so oh. calm. And you do this four days a week minimally, right? That you drive this 35 minutes. Minimally. Yeah. Yeah. You drive. Yeah, I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah, minimally, minimally. But my days are twice as long as most people. I have mm-hmm. a 16-hour day, so it doesn't. You know, it doesn't matter how many days I do or don't do it. Every day is a, is an arduous journey into the abyss of New York State and the Northeast. So, you know, but people don't want to hear about that, do they? No, it's okay. So. Well, we can, you can uh, clearly throw that in whenever you feel the need to do that. You know that I'm fine <laughs> with that. So, yeah. I... You know, at the end, you know, at the end, at the end of, not the end, but you know, there's like the middle of uh, the Ten Commandments with uh, Charlton Heston, where everybody's exhausted going across the desert. That's like me at the end of the day. It's like, oh my God. And my eyes are like, you know, scorching from the sun and I'm squinting and I'm rubbing my head and I'm jumping up and down and I'm probably holding back an enormous pee because there's no place to pull over without getting, you know, arrested for it on the throughway. It's just, I'm just, I'm hard. You should do two interviews. Now you should do this one. You know, we should do this show. And 14 hours from now, we should do it again. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. That's funny. But you know what? Actually, the beauty of being a man is you could just take your Coke can and, you know, hopefully if you're finished with it, and you can just pee on it and then you don't have to stop, right? Don't. Coke can? Well, isn't that what. (laughs) If you have a good aim. No, 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 no. <laughs> you aim. No, you no, no. Aim. no, 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 I didn't mean that. You're right. That would hurt and cut. And you, unless you could make a good aim, you're right. The hole's way too small for any Jewish boy. No. But, but, no, no I meant like, uh, what I mean, a corn can. A Gatorade bottle. <laughs> I got a Gatorade bottle. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. I need a white hat. Come on. I love it. Oh, Dave, that's great. Oh, shit. That's <laughs> great. Oh my god! Yeah. Okay, so I had thrown it. I threw it out there to Dave that it might be kind of an interesting thing if 
we start this new segment called Jew Food, or we might come up with a different name together, but I'm going to go with that okay. first of all. And maybe every time we decide to podcast together, which, you know, whenever you want, I know you like to do it that many times a week sometimes, but I think you've kind of yeah. gotten uh, uh, verbally tired, it seemed like, in, in noticing your podcast. You got like me, we kind of like fizzled out. Like, <laughs> but yeah. this is both well, of us to. Yeah, go ahead. Re, this is a chance for both of us to kind of redo what we want to, okay. what we like to do, right? So go yes. ahead. I feel yes. like you need to say no, something. No, I, just, <laughs> I, went, I, I just went on a podcation, that's all. I didn't yeah. pod say, I, didn't, I just went on a podcation. I took a little mental podcation from life and uh, uh, I'm sort of coming back and this this reboot is kind of part of it and I'm doing other things I got irons in the fire you know so uh, things are happening and this is part of the things that are happening and I appreciate you uh, welcoming me on board to the uh, not so kosher uh, uh, what's the name of that boat and everybody the Exodus what was that movie with uh, Steve McQueen oh or whatever. shit was it Steve I don't McQueen? know probably I don't know I'm not yeah, very this, good with movies uh, Dave and I are going to be at Pod I think it's so funny, Podcast Movement 2018 together, which I always think movement like someone's taking a shit. But um, yes, we're yes. going to we're gonna be there together, and he's going to help me decide what would be a good mic for me because I love the way you sound. I mean, I can't even tell you're on something other than in a studio, which is pretty awesome. So you're Really? Gonna, I'm, on a, yeah. I'm on a headset. I'm on a truck driver's headset. Yeah. The Blue gonna, Parrot. That's gonna, all I'm doing. There you go. You're going to have to help me figure that one out. So anyways, um, okay. we're going to we're gonna try and do a, a food. And so I suggested, hoping that Dave will occasionally suggest as well, um, I suggested that we each eat, because we're podcasting from different uh, worlds, different states, that we would eat something together that would be Jewish and then we could have a discussion about it. And because everybody knows I love to do research, that would give me a chance to research something that we're eating. The other, a little unfortunateness about what we're doing today is that I've had no internet service all day. And so, um, as you can tell by the recording, I'm not even recording on my FaceTime. I have to record via our cell phone onto the computer, which is could come out fabulous for all we know. But anyway, so we uh, did, did I pick this, Dave? Halava? Did I pick that, right? Halava, right? Halava. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So do you, you say yeah. halava, right? I, I don't know. What did I just say? Halava. An East Coast guy would call it halava, and a Minnesotan would call it halava. So we're good to go, right? Because we call it the same I thing. I guess so. Okay. All right. Yeah. So I thought maybe, um, did you get your, your halava in a bar? I have it right here. Can you hear it? I can hear I, it. I, I'm quickly the plastic. Yeah. Okay. And there can, it is. I got it. And can you hear mine? Okay, so yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna open mine up, and I've been waiting all day to eat it. Um, Okay, how many ounces are yours, by the way? How um, big is your bar? That's a personal question. I think how many ounces, but I'll tell you, mine is um, 2.8 ounces. Oh, okay. I got the uh, the Lady Remington of Oliver bars. I got the one point. Seven five. It's like tips in the palm of my hands. Okay, perfect. My hands are pretty small, so it looks pretty big. You huh? should you shouldn't tell people you have small hands. It's not a good. It's not well, a good. Well, okay, feature. I got my mother's okay. hands. It's okay, fine. there you go. There you go. You know, um, 
So, you know, I, I had mentioned to you something about that. My family has a deli, right? And so we, I think we do sell bars, but I actually have maybe once in my life other than now eaten a bar because I only eat it from the big, huge round tubs. Cause I prefer that. Yeah. Is yours a a marble or is it a, I know I bought for that. They only had chocolate covered. Boy. I don't live in a very chewy area. Okay. I don't so, yeah, I don't get a lot of choice. There's no wall bounds around here. I don't know if you have wall bounds or if you've ever had it. What, or no. your Minnesota listeners ever heard of it. But No, we have. I do know that name. I also know the person that used to be married to him because she's from Minnesota. One of the kids oh, or something. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right? Okay. So one That's thing right. So are... let's take a bite together and then I'm gonna tell you a super a secret. Okay, I'm going to unwrap it. Me too. Why? And thanks for listening to the Not So Kosher Show. For many American Jews, halava has long been familiar, but often feared as a strange beige loaf, passing itself off as dessert and stored a little too close to the herring at establishments like Cecil's Deli in Highland Park. But for many others... Sesame Inn Desserts is a timeless way to connect their home kitchens to Israeli tradition. The protein count does not beat out semen, but the aftertaste leaves your palate in a happier zone. Halava has also been linked to outbreaks of salmonella, but fear not. Who can say they found the best diet in town by just eating some halava? Woof yourself down a bar or two, and if you're one of those lucky ones, Salmonilla will be your new best friend and bring you and your porcelain closer. So stop by Cecil's Deli today and get yourself a hunk full of Jews' special treat, the treat of halava. Okay. Well. Ready? I'm eating mine now. Oh, um, wow. Is it good? Wow. Are you enjoying yourself? Okay. That is so fantastic. So I have a secret. I have a secret to tell you. So I am okay. in, I am in New Orleans, okay? Right. Now, try to find a halava bar or any halava whatsoever in New Orleans. Mm. Yes. Hard. It's virtually impossible, but I did look up to see what the closest consistency of, of halava would be. And that would be uh-huh. a Reese's peanut butter cup. And that is what I'm eating. Oh. Okay. <laughs> so... All right. Well, so I kind of, that's what I meant by I'm kind of cheating a little bit because I really couldn't get my hands on it, unfortunately. But that's I'm all right. I'm very impressed. That's I'm very okay. impressed with the fact that you've done research. Oh, hell on yeah. Consistency. Oh, yeah. And you found that the reasons were close enough. But I'm not as impressed with you that you didn't think to stop at the store in Minnesota and bring it on the plane with you. Okay. You know. Okay, wait. But I didn't think wait, of this till after I left. I just, oh, really? Oh, hell yeah. I kind of like do stuff last oh. minute in that respect that I need to, oh. I, I do better under pressure, like when I don't really know what I want to do. I also, oh. I was trying to okay. think of a Sorry different, oh no, no problem, no problem. So I did I, a, a I, little interesting research on halava and um, okay. things that I didn't know. And because, uh, like I said, everybody knows oh, I, no. are you, go oh, I'm so glad you're enjoying it. But it's so good. It's so good. I can't wait I to go home and get it. I feel it. so much better about being alive. Huh? Right? Right? I feel so much better about being alive. I was very ornery up until about 10 seconds ago. Now everything's okay. Isn't that amazing? That's a piece of crap after all. It's oh. amazing how that works. Unbelievable. Yeah, it must be the chocolate. Right? Yeah.
So okay. So halva is is a dessert that is eaten in. Wait, I'm squirting. My mouth is squirting. Fuck. Okay. It's a dessert that is um, known as a dessert in over 30 countries in the world. Wow. It is flour-based. Some include beans or lentils or sugar, carrots, pumpkin, yams, and squashes, which was very interesting to me. But I know that us Jews really consider it our Jewish crack. And ours is typically like a nut butter-based it's crumbly and usually made from tahini, which, if some of you might know, that is sesame paste, sesame seeds that they squish into into, into paste, right? And sometimes yeah. they use like other nut butters, like sunflower seed butter. I don't think you have you and I ever had that. I've only had the kind you're eating, right? Uh, so I've never had a sunflower seed. Me neither. But that is going to be. Yeah. I'm going to look for that because I'm very interested by that. Anyway, so um, the the Turkish folk, they have something called floss halva, and that is also sweet, and it's prepared in Turkey, and it's made by flossing thin strands of halva into a light confection, and then made primarily of wheat flour and sugar. The strands are continuously wrapped into a ball shape and then compressed, which sounds amazing. Wow. The result is a halava yeah. with a light consistency, similar to cotton candy. Floss halava can be found in regular and pistachio flavors, and there are brands with halal and kosher certifications. Okay, that shit sounds so good. I was like, I want to <laughs> figure out where that is. Like, there's got to be areas. Like, we have, uh, we have, I don't know if you know that Minnesota has the largest Somalian community in the United States. And okay. we have a shit ton of halal, halachic, uh, you know, like grocery stores. <laughs> Maybe they have this in there. <laughs> Are you okay? Yeah, yeah, I'm like, good. Sounds like a gag there for a second. Yeah, oh, I know. No, that, that was using my, my, my Jewish halachic, you know, that shit. Anyways. <laughs> okay. But that's probably not the word in, 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 in what is it, Farsi or whatever the hell they call it. I don't know what the hell it's called. Anyways. Know. So, um, so, so I have some questions for you in eating your halava, Dave. So, okay. um, how did you develop a taste for this, and at what age were you? Well, it had to be like you know when I was six years old, going to Crown Heights Yeshiva in Brooklyn. <laughs> you know, I, I was a good little you know half you know half Jewish boy, half not so. I was Jewish during the day at school, but I was totally not Jewish at home because we didn't keep culture. So. Um, you know, I'm sure it was some old man, some old lady, some some somebody just, you know, inseminated me with a piece of halva. You know, uh, say, hey, why don't you try this? I, oh, by the way, I was allergic to everything in the world really? when I was a little boy. Oh, wow. yeah, I broke out in hives. And uh, I bet you halva was one of the uh, rare treats that I can have that didn't make me break out. Wow. Because it's natural. Well, so it's, it's, more, it's more natural than a... Than a Nestle's Crunch Bar or yeah. anything like that that made me break out. Yeah, and good then, you know, point. So you can get plain. You didn't have to get chocolate. Uh, I know halibut to be crushed sesame seeds. That's you, what I know halibut to be. Yeah. Crushed sesame seeds. That's what it yeah. is. That's so what I'm it allergic. is. Apparently, I'm not allergic to that. So that's probably why they gave it to me. They. they <laughs> I don't the, know. Whoever so, they are. But you don't know how old you were, right? It was just like at some no, point. No. Okay. 
now. Did six. you like I, it? I, I say everything six. All my chewing, all my chewing and not chewing started at six. And five, four, three, two, one. What difference is it? You know, you don't, you know. But I would say about six. And did you like it you right know? away? Or did you like it for the fact that you didn't break out in any way from it? Well, I love the taste of it. I do love the taste of it. I always have. It's not, it's not an acquired taste. I don't think it is. Oh, but, uh, yes, yeah, it I'm is. I'm pretty sure I was thrilled. You think it is? Oh, hell yeah. Like, I remember not liking it when I first tried it. It definitely, oh, wow. definitely was something, as I got older, I still remember the first time I tasted it. I was like, oh, what the fuck? That is nasty. And then somehow, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Just all nasty. Of a sudden, yeah, wow. it was nasty. Okay. Well, think about it. The consistency is like dry. It's it, it's yeah. a little sweet, but it's not sweet like chocolate or like chocolate covered like you're eating. Um, right. It's it's a very it's funny that you don't think it's an acquired taste. I think it's like coffee. Like I didn't like coffee the first time until I made it taste like hot chocolate with like you know whipped cream and 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 a shit ton of sugar in it. Right. So right, I, right, exactly. Yeah. Right. I I so I think. I don't know. For me, it was definitely an acquired taste. I didn't like it when I first started eating it, but right, right, but it is right. pretty delicious. So if you, if you had acquired it, if you had acquired it earlier, it wouldn't be so acquired. That's, you waited a little bit later to acquire it. That's, that's why right. it's an acquired taste. You're right. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Um, you got to get your kids to acquire things young. It's true, and I don't think yeah, young. Yeah. I don't think my kids. God damn! I wonder if they've ever tried that shit before. What about your kid? Wow. Has he? Um, uh, I don't know it. I don't remember as Kyle. That's my son's name, Kyle. Okay. I don't know if he's ever had it. I just can't remember right now. It wasn't, out of all the things in the world that I wanted to impress him with, I don't know if I ever had Holloway anywhere at the top of the list. I just figured, I guess I took it for granted it would happen. I, you know, it's interesting. I'm going to spend time with him this Saturday. It's his birthday, and I'm taking him away somewhere. So, um... Uh, I'm gonna ask him. I don't know. I, I, I have a feeling he's not so not so into it. I I, I uh, inseminated him with the. Uh, I know that's a horrible word, right? That, that I, is uh, a bad word. That's a bad okay, word, well, Dave. I, I get it complete. The minute you say inseminated, I've twice now thought, what is he gonna say? <laughs> I, okay. All right. So listen. You know, it's a new show. We're rebooting. All right. Take two. Um, you know. Uh, you didn't know the word illiterate or alliteration or whatever, and I don't know this word. So, uh, not inseminated, but yeah, so we have a little homework to do now. But uh, but White Castle was something that I got him a, uh, an acquired taste to, and right. he loved it right away. Okay. So okay. That's, a, that's I, a whole other food show. That is, because when I, yeah. when I took my kids there, I was so excited. They were like... They were like seven and eight because I didn't believe in any fast food until then. And for the kids, for sure. I had to make sure they didn't eat any of it yet. And I took them through the drive-thru and I hadn't had it in probably 15 years or something. And I was so excited and we all took a bite and they looked at me and they go, these are gross. And I'm like, they're really gross. (laughs) Like nasty. (laughs) Oh my God! I never said that about White Castle. Oh. I never said that. I said, "Oh my God! I can't believe it took so long for me to have this. It's the last time, you know." So <laughs> I always have to re-inseminate myself with White Castle, but um, I love it. So, so anyway, so Holloway. Yeah, I don't know. I'll have to see. I'll find out when I see him Saturday. If uh, I'll, I'll bring that news to you the next show. By, by that time, I'll be able to remember or care that we even had this conversation. But yeah, I'll, I'll ask him. 
Well, you know what? You say that a lot. And I think, you know, you'd be surprised. I don't know if you look, but, you know, you actually have people that actually listen to your shows. I mean, Jesus Christ. You're so funny. Yeah, yeah. I think more yeah, than no, me. I don't want one person to listen to it 10 times a day. I got one <laughs> psycho out there listens to it. Every show, she just listens to it 10 times and she comments like a lunatic. No, okay, no. that's funny. I'm just saying that. You know, I like, to, I like to downplay our success. There you go. <laughs> there you go. So then we're excited when it gets to be big, right? Um, yeah, right, right. So I had a really, really good uh, halava joke for you, but it's a long one. And the only way I, I couldn't write it down because my I couldn't get it from my internet to copy and paste it. So I, I found it on my phone. But then, of course, now I can't be on the internet if we're on the phone together. Right. So I'm fucked. Right. But it was this very funny joke oh. about, um, and it was clean, so you'll enjoy it. It was uh, right. a bar mitzvah. A bar mitzvah. And uh, it was some people going to a bar mitzvah, and they walk in, and they see a uh, a, 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 sh- a statue of a – it was a chopped liver statue of their, their son, their son <laughs> who was being bar mitzvahed. And the, the person says, is that is that Schwartz's or Epstein's? And they said, well, Schwartz's, because Epstein only does carvings out of halava. It's very cute. It was a cute little whatever you want to call the fuck oh. it thing, but it was cute. <laughs> Anyways, all right. So so moving on, I want to just um, quickly just talk about you a little bit. Um, you okay. uh, I, so you know that I care about you and that I've listened to your shows and I'm t- going to listen to all of them at, at some point here more than me because oh, no. <laughs> I, I don't listen to my fucking shows. But um, Dave has yeah. has this informative, compelling, and entertaining podcast. Dumbing it down with Dave that every <laughs> that everybody needs to listen to his his mouth is 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 not not like mine. It's it's very clean, um, but but it it can be good. It can work good as a not-so-kosher show. So I think we could possibly be on the right path. But I do have to say what's funny is the way we are recording this is more like we would do a car cast. But I love that you said, what did you call it? Your porta potty P-O-D-D-Y. Yes. That was hilarious. Yes, that was hilarious. <laughs> Like you yeah, come up my with, Kia. Uh, yeah, yeah, your Kia. So we're you're in your Kia right now, but the crazy thing is nobody would know it because it sounds so goddamn good. It's amazing. So right. yeah, well, actually, I actually switched from the Kia to the, my wife's Honda Fit. We switched cars uh, for reasons that are irrelevant, but uh, I, yeah, I somehow I came out with uh, with the porta potty because it's a portable, uh, you know, po- podcast. It's excellent. So I called it porta potty. It's and uh, a friend of mine thinks that sounds very British. Very, you know, but I don't know. Oh, it <laughs> don't does. Know. It does sound British. You're right. You're right. Yeah, yeah, porter potty. Yeah, my porter potty. So anyway, so, so that's, yeah, I came up with that, and uh, I think it's kind of humorous. But, and uh, so are you anyway, seriously, like now, are you seriously using a sock that you put over your phone so that you can mask your peas? <laughs> so I can mask. Yeah. No, on, on the blue parrot, when I'm talking to you now, no, uh, there's a you know there's a microphone uh, spongy thing uh, oh. at the end of the microphone. But uh, when I talk into my phone, when Got I do my it. podcast, if I don't, uh, I do have a sock, my uh, my pee sock, and I put it over. I cut, I cut, uh, I cut my socks. You know, my athletic socks. Oh, I cut them in it. half, and uh, the part that goes around your ankle, you know, the the um, the elastic part of it, I put it around the bottom of the phone. So yeah, I'm always talking to the bottom of uh, of a sock when I do my podcast. 
but yeah. but it, I didn't realize you were using it like as if it was like those sponge things. So that's kind of cool. So you're so yeah. that's very yeah. clever. But but I know there's some yeah. people that do that. But I was envisioning your phone with this fucking sock on it, and I was like, that's weird. So in <laughs> yes. your in your first episode of your show, you were talking to you were saying something about that you're kind of famous. Oh. I, I'll listen to you. Oh come on, don't be doing that shit. And you, so it sounds like you like were in like the, like in the show business industry or like you did some stand up comedy and some movies and commercials. Yeah. So what, what was that about? How did you fall into that? <laughs> well, first of all, thank you very much. You know, having Jews done enough for the world, you listen to episode number one of Dumbing It Down with Dave. Good for you. You know, you deserve ice. Hamantaschen or a gift or something like that. That was very. I'm going to go to Europe or wherever they make Hamantaschen, and I'm going to find the best Hamantaschen do. That's crazy that you did that, but I don't recommend anybody doing that. But by the way, we don't advocate anybody listening to my podcast at home. I do it because I'm a professional, so don't do it at home. Um, uh, I've done a lot of little. I've done a lot of things, but I don't do anything long enough or well enough to make anything out of it. So, so you know, I've done movies, I've done commercials, I've done. Off Broadway, I've done stand up, done radio, I've done a whole bunch of things, but I never really stick around long enough to uh, to make anything good come of it, and uh, that's fine. You know, it's um, you know, I'm enjoying life. I, I guess I don't know. So, yeah. w- when yeah. you started podcasting, what yes. what got you into podcasting? How did you start doing that? Well, uh, that's a, that's a good question, and I can answer that very clearly, as opposed to the previous question. Where it sounded like somebody who just got off the special bus oh, fuck. can't make any details. Oh, um, uh, yeah, I, I'm gonna take off my helmet and uh, I'll answer you that question. So <laughs> uh, it's been very simple. I drive every day to work. That basically, let's say an hour up and an hour back, like I'm doing right now. I was wasting every day, uh, you know, about an hour and a half, two hours of commuting time, where I would talk to myself. I listen to the radio, I get all angry, I get frustrated, I wanted to chime in to whatever radio show I was listening to. Mm. It's just, you know, I'm on the road. Yeah, I'm on the road 16 hours a day. And sometimes I talk to people on the phone, but, you know, I got a lot to say. I'm a, I could be a very opinionated person. And, uh, but there was no outlet, and I wasn't doing stand-up anymore. And um, it was just, um, you know, uh, it was just a, a, a point of, uh, it was a, a frustration that, you know, there was nothing was happening creative, create, uh, creatively in my life. So uh, Spreaker, S-P-R-E-A-K-E-R, Spreaker was uh, advertising like crazy on the radio. They were advertising oh, like insanely. Okay. And uh, about you know, my phone was blowing up. And, you know, during that coast-to-coast radio show with George Norrie and all that other stuff, they were advertising like crazy. And I said, wow, this is kind of some wacky scam. I'm, I'm going to look into it. <laughs> That's what I said. Yeah, this sounds like a wacky scam. I'm going to look into it. I looked into it, and it was incredibly affordable, incredibly simple, and all I needed was my cell phone. Yeah. And they said that. They said, all you need is your cell phone. And it's true. All I needed was my cell phone. So I uh, I got the most minimum package you could possibly get, and uh, uh, I made a minimum investment, which is you know, a couple of bucks a month. It was ridiculous. And... Um, and I just started doing a podcast. I started getting into the whole world of it. And uh, I, I totally immersed myself. And I put more work into podcasting than I have in any other part of my life. You know, stand-up comedy or acting or anything like that. So I put a lot of work into Why do podcasting. You think? Why do you think? Because, oh, uh, because it's so simple. 
just I, I don't have to go anywhere to do anything. I don't have to pay anybody extra. Very few middlemen in the process. It's so simple. That's a, really what it is. It's so simple. When I've done radio, I had to go to a radio station one town away. I had to pay a guy, and I could only do 50 minutes a week because we had to wait for the news at the top of the hour to be over. I had to wait for that news on an AM station in the middle of nowhere. And uh, everything I've ever done has always been complicated and you know, convoluted and difficult. And, and no control. I had no control. Yeah. With the podcasting, I have all the control. Yeah. I have no FCC regulations. I don't have to pay anything to anybody. I don't need a, uh, a partner to afford anything. I don't need, I don't need the logistics is a word I like to use. The logistics was so simple. And that's Spreaker great. made it even easier. So that's, that's really everything. It's convenience, you know? So mostly the whole deal is, is that you just like to talk. Cause clearly like with as many podcasts as you have, and and you don't shut the fuck up, man. You literally just keep talking. There's like the word um or uh, let me think about that or nothing or like or like this or like that. You never you continually talk on your podcast, which I think is amazing because that's really hard to do by yourself in a car. Right. Right. Well, I I, I, I agree to a certain extent. I, there are there are definitely pauses. I know that people need a break from me. I need a break from me. Uh, uh, so I paused here and there, this and that, you know, to, to make it seem like a conversation because I want yeah. to give you, the listener, the opportunity to respond in your own head, obviously. Cause, oh, you know, not, not, to, not me, to just so. breathe, not to maybe give people a chance to breathe. <laughs> right, right. But, yeah, right, to breathe. And by the way, I've taken breather breaks on my show. <laughs> and in the leader shows, I take a breather break. I'm surprised yeah, you don't need oxygen. Like I'm surprised you don't need oxygen. Yeah. No, no, please, come on. But, uh, you know, it's, uh, I do talk about, and that's the beauty of it. If I feel very compassionate about something, like you just asked me a question five minutes ago, and I started and I stammered. And then you asked me about podcasts, I was totally prepared because I feel very strongly about it. And I, I knew the 100% wholeheartedly why, why that all came about. And I totally re-examined it in my own life. It's convenience, it's simplicity, and it's affordable. So affordable. It's ridiculous. Yeah. But, but so like so, you, you like your life was really maybe supposed to be that you were supposed to be a radio guy. Like it paid to do it, Man. right? But not really? It's possible. It's possible. You know what? I live a life, uh, you know how people are saying now they identify as this. I'm this, I identify as that. Wait, wait. In my therapy, because in my, in my therapy, as I, because I see a therapist every other week, uh, one of the things that I said one day is, you know what, I, you're going to laugh, you know, but I actually uh, uh, identify as like James Bond. Oh my God. That, isn't that ridiculous? I, I identify as a guy that can do almost anything, anywhere, at any time, and he knows, he just knows how to be in the world. He's confident. And uh, semi-good-looking or whatever, you know, like a Sean Connery, you know, wasn't the greatest-looking guy, but he's, you know, good enough. And uh, he had a way that he could move about the world uh, and know how to be in every situation. I identify with that, believe it or not. But not in a bragging way. No, uh, no. In a more no. wishful way. Yeah. You know, in a wishful way. I yeah, totally I get it. I identify with that. I totally get it. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, and I wish it, but... If I had a different childhood, if my father, so that we don't want to go into that show, if Oi. my father had been a different type of guy, I think I could have been pretty close to that, or, or that at all, because my brain has the ability to absorb 
all that information, which I'm only finding out recently. Uh, I did not have that feeling the first 40 somewhat years of my life. <laughs> you know, Dave, there's a totally different thing. I don't, I don't yeah. think there's anyone I know in the east, on the East Coast that doesn't see a shrink. Like, that is so not very Minnesotan unless you're like a really rich Jew. But otherwise, nobody right, okay. does that. You know, I think you need to move right. to Minnesota where it's calm or something. Jesus Christ. But you but you see a you see a shrink more so because of how you feel like things were when you were younger, I'm assuming, right? That's why you Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. I mean I you know, I had a particular childhood that I'm sure we'll get to one day. Yeah. My parents are deaf. So uh we'll talk about that one day and would uh, you say? Would you uh, say but, would you say? Would you say? Kidding. What? <laughs> it's oh. funny. Oh, okay. oh boy. Oh boy. <laughs> All right. So, so, uh, no, that's okay. But, you know, uh, so, uh, uh, yeah, so I, I feel like I could have done, I could have known everything there is to know about wine. I could have been a good poker player. I could have been, uh, I could have been more athletic. I could have been more of a marksman. I could have been more of a, a world traveler. Uh, my brain was a sponge. We, you know, I know that now. And the sponge didn't get used properly when it was, when it was uh, uh, young and fresh. And now that it, the sponge is, sat on the counter for all these years, you know, it has a little bit of a life left, but it, it's not as absorbent as it used to be, and it doesn't, uh, it doesn't come back. Like, after you squeeze it, it doesn't expand uh, once it's dry like it used to. So that's my analogy for my life. Uh, I don't know if you want to go down I, that road, well, but that, I, that's what I know, personally that's totally, I totally disagree with you. I think that's that okay. I just interviewed some big rabbi out in New York who, when I said something <laughs> to him that my gigabytes were all full, and he said... He calls it a sponge too, and he says, "No, your sponge always has room. Don't ever say it doesn't." And remember something: you, you don't need to go to shrink because you have me now. But you, <laughs> you okay, know okay. way more things than I know. You have things that you have been fortunate to learn that I would never have been able to learn, because we all get okay. to we all get the beauty of growing up a certain way or every day being a certain way of things that we get to learn, it is never the same. No one is ever going to be the same and no one's going to, everybody's going to know something that someone else doesn't know. You're so right. lucky. You have to think of it that way. That's how I'd see it. I'd be like, Oh my God, that's so cool. I would never get yelled at like awesome. No. <laughs> that's that, that very not true, but, uh, but okay. Uh, that's interesting that you have that impression of me never right? yelled at. Right. But, uh, so maybe that should be show number two. There you go. You know, the there things you go. that I know that you don't know, the things that you know that I don't know. <laughs> and it would be interesting to to uh, to put down a list of things that that is interesting because we're both sort of yeah. in the same age. We're both from the yeah. world of Jewy. And, uh, you know, but uh, I come from the East. You're from Minnesota. Yeah. You know, it's... Uh, it's a uh, you know a different totally set of parents, so that's an interesting thing about what I know. But you know, I, I appreciate that. I'm not going to call my uh, I'm not going to call my therapist Linda and tell her we're uh, done because oh, okay, I love good. her too much and I I, oh. I I can't break that bond right now. Oh, okay, I'll, good. I'll be, yeah, but but uh, but it's okay that you're you're sort of uh, feeling in a therapeutic way for me. Uh, I appreciate that, and uh, yeah, it might help. It might help. Never know. It might help. I don't know. Never know. Never I'm not going to pay you. I'm not paying you. Oh, you're so but, uh, funny. That's really funny. Oh, my yeah. God. I would never get paid for anything. That's my downfall. Um, Dave, yeah, yeah. I know you're getting probably close to getting to work, but um, yes. I'm thinking that we should kind of give a little sneak peek at what do you think about if we did like pickled herring next time? 
<laughs> what? Can you, you what? don't like you don't like pickled, that pickled what? pickled herring? Do you not like pickled herring? Oh, you want to eat that? Yeah. I don't. Is that fish? <laughs> what the hell? You don't know what that pickled is? Herring. What the fuck? Do you, you know, like... it sounds like. Okay, let me tell you something real quickly. Okay. All right? As a young Jewish boy growing up in Brooklyn, it doesn't matter where you grew up, but I would open up my refrigerator door sometimes, and it was like a laboratory experiment going on there. Oh. There were jars, these oh. glass jars, and the borscht was always at the front and center of everything, that red, disgusting yum. bottle. Oh, and yum. There was, uh, there, was, uh, there was all these things. That I, there was a certain section of the refrigerator that was so horrifying to me. Like, I don't know what that is. I never, I did not have a very wide... Um, um, birth, uh, birth, a birth of uh, a wide uh, uh, path of food uh, incorporation in my life. I don't know what the hell I just said, but um, but that whatever was in those jars was out. Not happening. Pickled herring. I, I gotta look that up. Seriously, kill me, but it just they make yeah, jars of it. They make jars of it. It's really fucking good. I think we should. Is I it think, a fish? Yeah, is it's it fish. fish. It's awesome. Yeah. It's so oh, you good. Know what, Bex, I, you can't do it. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, okay. No, no, no. I, I, I'll go to the store. I, I, I'll give it a shot. I don't know what's gonna. Don't tell me anything. I'll put it in my mouth. I want to know. I mean, is it salty? Uh it's what sweet. Is- it's sweet and maybe a little salty. I don't ever think of it as being really salty. I just really like it, but I, but I like that who's, shit. Who's the first Jew that went out on a boat? caught a herring and said, right. hey, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pickle it. And then everybody's going to, for the rest of the world, you know, everybody's going to love pickled herring. Sounds like an awful idea. Like, why would you do that to a herring? Why can't well, you think just about eat it. the way it is? Put a little butter on it and fry Think it. about why it. They, that? they did that. They did that so they could eat it later and preserve it. Right? Oh, okay. Right? They right. kind of pickled it. Yeah, so have, I guess, yeah, it's a little yeah, salty. But... Yeah, okay. We refrigerators now. Dude. All right, I'll tell you what. If you get around okay, to well, getting it, then we'll do that. Otherwise, yeah. we'll, you get to pick something. Okay? All right, well, the, okay. So pickled herring will be the number one thing we eat. Number two will be an everything bagel. Can we do that? Oh, my God, I fucking love it. I fucking love everything bagel. <laughs> and, everything, and everything bagel with cream cheese. I don't have a very wide... Uh, a wide uh, girth, a birth of, uh, of What's with you with this? You use a lot of interesting words. Girth would be typically if somebody has a girthy penis. Like, and then you said in some, I mean, like, you're hilarious with the way where you're using your words. Yeah. And we did that the other day in an email. I said something to you about a word, yes. and then you, you yes. corrected me in a text or something yes. like that. I don't remember the word. It's was. so funny. Well, I tried. No, See, I'm that, teasing. That's the I part think of it's... me that's not. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm just, I was going to say that. I think it's hilarious that you do that. Shit, my father's calling. Well, that's, God yeah, that's me trying to, trying to expand myself because my, I know that has a limited life on this counter of, uh, of life. And, uh, I, I want to, I want the sponge to be stronger and better and more absorbent. There you go. And, uh, I need to, I need to stretch out and, and, you know, learn words and say things. I've heard words. I hear words all the time on the radio. I've read words, and I don't always know what they mean. But now I'm at a point where I want to know. When I was a kid, I couldn't care less. You know. Uh, you, you know. know I, cold, you know. I'm you know, giving uh, you shit. You know. I'm giving you shit, huh? right? You know. I'm giving you no, shit. No, no, but I, oh, okay. No, no, I do. I, I but it, it, I'm just trying to explain. This is why you hear me 
do that because I said, I think I know the word for this. I want to say the right word for this. I don't, I'm just going to say it. And then if it comes out the right word, it's good. If not, then it's probably going to be a little funny. So I take chances. That's what I do at words. And it's fun to do that. And then I look up words all the time. I'm always me too. Me too. Wanna, I'm with you, you know, on that. Yeah. Totally with yeah, you. Yeah, there's a lot of words in the, in the dictionary. There's a lot of words in the dictionary. There is. Did you ever think to yourself, how many words are in the Merriam-Webster dictionary, right? Or whatever dictionary you want to pick out. Yeah. Uh, I think that's probably the Jewiest of the of the, of the uh, Merriam-Webster. The um, uh, maybe not, because I think of Merriam. It's oh yeah, Merriam. That's you know that's a, there's a Jew in there somewhere. But anyway, it's irrelevant. You go, you go, it's, it's totally spelled different. Oh my God, that's so funny. <laughs> yeah, but. So there's 10,000 words. I don't know how many words there are. Do you, know, do you have any idea how many words there are oh, in the English language? Way fucking, more, way fucking more than that. I'll look it up, okay? okay? So, I'll look it up. Okay, so you look it up. So that's a good question. How many words are in the dictionary? And how many words do you think you use? If not in a day, in a month, in a year, in a lifetime, how many of those words, what percentage do you think you use? I think that's fascinating to know. If you die, if you die tomorrow, you haven't used all your words, are you, are you going to feel a little bit bad about that? No, I don't think so. No, no because I think oh, there's too okay. many words and I think most words should just be four letter words because I think it's ridiculous. Oh. Who has time for okay. these long words? I mean, you know, okay. it makes right. no sense four to letter. me. <laughs> All right. So you like them to be four letter and monosyllabic. Yeah. That's what you like. Okay. Yeah. All right. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. There's no, there's no incorrect answer there. But I do live my life like that, where I, I think of myself when I'm laying on my deathbed and I'm counting the holes in the ceiling. If I'm still, like, I'm slowly dying, which I'm pretty sure is going to happen. I don't think I'm going to go quickly. So when I'm lying on my deathbed and I'm counting the holes in the ceiling, waiting for the Jamaican nurse to come in and put a pillow over my face, Oi. I go, I'm, I know I'm going to think a lot of things. I'm going to think a lot of things. It's uh, Jamaican nurses all the time, Haitian nurses, whatever. Right. Whatever hospital I'm in, it's not going to be some Jewish nurse. So anyway, so that's what I think. You know, I'm counting the holes in the ceiling. Did I do this? Did I do that? What are my regrets? And what are my regrets? Is? Well, I didn't get to the end of the dictionary. Do you feel the same way? Do you feel like you might be stressed in your casket that you don't know all the words in the dictionary? You should let us know. Yeah, yeah, like let Dave and I know if you have this same stressful feeling day after day of not knowing all the words in the dictionary before you die. You can contact us at info at backroomstudios.com. That's studios, S-T-E-W-D-I-O-S. You can always send Dave and I a message through either one of our Facebook pages, Dumbing It Down with Dave, or Not So Kosher. I hope you enjoyed this show today with Dave Canyon and Bex. I had a great time. I thank him so much for taking the time out of his very busy schedule to talk to us. Have a super fantastic day and be well, my universe. <laughs>